Well, hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we bring you news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, none other than Justin Mays. And Mays, it is always great to be with you, sir. How's it going? Hey, Jenny. It's great to be back with you as well this week to talk more about the freight markets and how it looks now that we turn the corner into the second half of October. Now, judging by the looks of how things have been going, my assumption is that not much has moved since we spoke last week. That's right, Jenny. You're spot on. The freight markets overall at a national level are pretty stagnant. If anything, seen some continued loosening. And that's not what carriers want to be hearing as we are in Q4, which is traditionally peak season. And to be honest, Jenny, there is no signs or very limited signs of any volatility taking place over the next few weeks. Most likely, we're going to continue to see rates decrease across the board as the market continues to soften, as demand continues to drop. So one thing we've obviously been taking a close note of is consumer behavior and how they are driving volume up, which we did see a spike at the end of Q3, right, Mays? That's right, Jenny. The last couple episodes, we were calling out how volume at the tail end of Q3 was relatively high than where we were the most of 2023. But since we turned into Q4 in October, we've continued to see the national volume continued a consistent downward slide. Now, we did go out last week, rejections took a noticeable jump up, but just a week later, we are seeing the opposite as rejections took a noticeable drop back below 4%, where we walked into this week right around 3.7%. This is from 4.7% last week, really showcasing how loose the market continues to be as demand is just not driving enough to offset the oversupply we continue to have in the market. You're right, Maze. I really don't see this shifting until, like you called out last week, maybe the week before Thanksgiving. You're correct, Jenny. To me, this just spells out one thing, and that's October is going to continue to be soft and reflect very similar to what we experienced last year, with rates continuing the trend downward or holding stagnant across the mass majority of the United States. My one call out would be, I don't think we're going to see the type of volatility going into the month of December that we saw last year. Now, without a doubt, we're still going to see some volatility around the holidays with tender rejections increasing as larger carriers reject freight. But at the end of the day, it's been a continued tough freight market for a very long period of time now. So carriers are going to keep as many power units on the road as they can, regardless of the holidays to continue to drive forward and make sure that they remain above profitability levels. Well, Mays, why don't we talk about where we sat last week with the national average rate per mile and any big call outs there? Well, Jenny, last week, rates overall at a national level did drop, not too noticeably, but they did see some decrease. And we saw a national average of $1.56 per mile, line haul only. This is down from $1.58 last week. And to be honest, Jenny, we're gonna be fluctuating up and down right around this point for the remainder of October. Okay, well, why don't we give carriers some good news here? Are there specific uh, regions that carriers should be looking towards when they're looking for a higher rate maze? There are still areas that carriers can demand higher rates, but they're becoming far and fewer in between. The last several weeks, we've been calling out the Pacific Northwest, but in the past week, and I believe this trend's gonna continue, the markets up in the Pacific Northwest are starting to loosen especially the higher volume markets in Washington and Oregon. Though there are still rural markets 
in the Pacific Northwest where you can drive higher rates if you're on the carrier side. Okay, before we get into the regional breakdown maze, I know that the UAW strike is still very much happening. Do we have any updates there and its effects on the market, specifically the Midwest? Well, great question, Jenny. Now, it hasn't grown too much from our last conversation, but this can change at any time. Currently, right now, there is still 33,700 members that are striking at over 40 locations. Now, that's 33,700 members of the 146,000 total union members. Now, I want to call out that it's not only these workers that are impacted. Let's get into the details. Who else is it impacting, Maze? This also has an impact across the smaller manufacturers that supply parts for these larger assembly plants for these big three automakers. This is also impacting workers who are not unionized at the big three, but also down the chain to these smaller manufacturers. And to be honest, Jenny, it looks like we're starting to see some trends in the freight market to show that a lot of the supply is gonna end up in the spot market pulling down spot rates. Now, traditionally in October, we would assume the Midwest to tighten up and an increase on the spot market. But over the past week, we've only seen the opposite with rates decreasing out of just about every market, but especially the higher volume markets. And this is something that can potentially be attributed to the fact that we are in a softer market, but it's obviously not the best news to hear as we approach holiday season where carriers tend to play in the spot market for higher rates. The Midwest is certainly gonna be, and has continued to be, the region to watch. And while we're here, Maze, let's just get right into the regional breakdown and start with the Midwest. What are you seeing there? How are we doing with rates? Give me the skinny. Well, Jenny, to be honest, besides the golfer state, which is Minnesota, rates fell out of every Midwest market. Now, again, this is something to continue to keep an eye on and understand where rates are falling to destinations. As of right now, the Midwest is not any more favorable to carriers than quite honestly, any other region. Oof, okay. Well, why don't we move forward into the Northeast? What's happening there? The Northeast is a region I'm really watching because we're continuing to see rates decrease more significantly than I would have anticipated going into the winter months. Again, this definitely has to contribute to just the overall market softening, but this can change at any time as we get farther into the fall and then winter months as weather starts to play a part in truckload markets. Now, every market in the Northeast saw a reduction. And when you dig in a little bit deeper, it's, it's pretty surprising when you look at the largest outbound volume markets such as Elizabeth, New Jersey, Allentown, Pennsylvania, and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, because they all saw a noticeable reduction in rates. And it really doesn't matter where the freight's going to, unless you're talking about the more rural markets across the country, rates reduced regardless of where it was going. And it's pretty surprising when you look at lanes and seeing that the Northeast saw reductions going to just about every destination, except the more rural destinations throughout the country. All right, and let's take a drive on over to the Southern region. What's going on there? I'm gonna sound like a broken record because capacity continues to outperform demand and rates are on the decline. Out of every market except for two, which is Oklahoma City, Oklahoma and Shreveport, Louisiana. When you dive into some of the markets that we've talked about in the past few weeks, Laredo, Texas, especially on the border, saw increases steadily until the first week of October. And since then, we've seen week over week significant decreases. From last Monday to this Monday, we saw over a 3% decrease for freight picking up in Laredo. 
When you jump into other markets that really drive volume in the South, like Houston, Dallas, and Fort Worth, it's a similar story with continued decreases. Not as high as 3% week over week, but still noticeable decline. All right, good to know. And what's happening in the coastal region, Mays? Now, Jenny, when we look at the coastal region, I called this out last week, that we're gonna continue to see declines. It's no different than their NFL team, the Carolina Panthers, who are now the only winless team in the NFL. The freight markets are not faring any better with every single market throughout the coastal region and North Carolina and South Carolina seeing a decrease with one market up in Virginia seeing a very slim increase, which is Alexandria, Virginia. Overall, the coastal region is not a destination for carriers to land if they're looking to be able to get paid higher leaving. And just a neighbor over, what's going down in the Southeast? And Jenny, I don't know if up in the Northeast in New York, you experienced some extremely cold temperatures in the morning, but this past week in Atlanta, we've been experiencing some pretty cold temperatures in the morning. And to be quite honest, the freight markets are a little cold down there as well, especially in Atlanta, which is the Southeast's largest freight market by volume and experienced over a 2% decrease in outbound rates. Now, it's no different in just about every market in the Southeast. There are some rural markets like Jackson, Mississippi, that saw very slim increases, but the markets that drive the Southeast all are seeing pretty substantial decreases of over 2% declines from last week. Now, why don't we close out with the West Coast? As I recall last week, there was a lot of volatility brewing there. Are we still experiencing that? The West Coast continues to be a little more volatile than these other regions. The Pacific Northwest is starting to show some signs of softening, especially as I mentioned at the larger volume markets. But there are different areas, whether it's in California or markets in Arizona, that we're seeing some volatility with rates showing slim increases week over week versus the decreases we were showing the last several weeks. Overall, the West Coast is trending downward, but at a much slimmer margin than the remainder of the regions. Again, this is really going to be contributed to some of the highest volume markets such as Ontario, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. We're seeing declines week over week, just not as high of declines for major markets that we are seeing such as Chicago, Elizabeth, New Jersey, Atlanta, Georgia, or Dallas, Texas. So it looks like we could be positioned to have every region across the United States become lower in terms of rates and softer across the board. But can you give us a comparative analysis as to where we were last October? Now, if we look back at last year, we saw rates dropping farther in November. Now, I don't think that's gonna take place this year because I do think we're at that bottom of the market where we're just gonna remain pretty stagnant at a national level. But what I don't think is going to happen is the amount of volatility we saw around Thanksgiving. Now, I'm not saying there's not gonna be volatility, I just don't think we're gonna see the level of increases around the holidays this year that we experienced last year. So Maze, before we go, I think it's important for our listeners to understand what is it gonna take for any potential swing to be in favor of carriers? What, what would need to take place in order for that to happen? So in order for something significant to happen in the marketplace, to shift the trend a little more in favor of carriers, there has to be something that happens to the supply side. Whether it's large asset companies sitting more trucks or more smaller carriers leaving the industry. 
as everyone knows, things will change. Now, I don't think we're gonna see such a robust movement upward, but yet a slower trend upward. The big question is when and how does it happen? And my firm belief, it's going to happen from continued exits from the industry, but it could take a little bit longer, Jenny, because we're in the kickoff of the RFP season and with the projection of rates continuing to remain low and with the sentiment of rates continuing to remain lower for longer, it may actually push rates lower for longer. Just having the sentiment going to RFP season as carriers and brokers go and bid lower to acquire freight, it could end up having that impact on the markets that keep them lower. Versus if we saw a little volatility going into RFP season where shippers were a little more hesitant and locking down the lowest rate possible as they were looking to do last year. Well, it is certainly going to be a very interesting RFP season. And of course, as that develops, we'll continue to break the news on what regions have shifted. That's right, Jenny. It has been another great week talking to you about the freight markets. I look forward to next week as we start gearing up for November, which will have some volatility. It's just a matter of how much and for how long. And I know I've got just the man to tell me when we get there. Until then, we will see you with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast next week. Please drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.